today is Friday, July the 2nd, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And the big kahuna, Dwight Foster. Well, hello everybody. It's nice to be uh, back uh, having a chat with y'all. So... First off, happy Canada Day to everyone. That was yesterday, Thursday. Hopefully everyone got a little bit of a, a break to celebrate or just wind down. I know things have been pretty pretty hectic, but... Well, not- actually, I'm really surprised that you guys even showed up today. I thought maybe <laughs> you would have taken the long weekend. No, we have very dedicated podcast listeners, and we have to do the podcast for them. <coughs> Kenny Murdoch. <laughs> I thought we were moving this up to a video cast. No, Jeffrey, we uh you thought we should and we didn't unanimously agree yeah. on that. So He's the only one with the hair that's parted nicely, eh? That's right. <laughs> so, the markets this week have Well, let's first talk about the final crop acreage report that the USDA yeah, so we had this week, yeah. two big reports this week uh, come out on Wednesday. The final planted acres report. That is the final planted acres until they amend it about three more times over the next six months. But it's for now, it's the final planted acres. And with their quarterly stocks report, the market was looking for corn acres to go up to uh, 93.8, uh, as high as 95 million acres. It only came in at 92.7 which was an increase of about 1.6 million acres over previous, but not near as much as what the market was looking for. Soybeans came in at 87.6 million compared to 89.2 million plus. So it wasn't nearly as much as the market was looking for. So how did the market respond, Dwight? Well, that was a pretty, yeah, fireworks before Canada Day, maybe? Limit up on corn. Did soybeans hit limit up, Jeff? Awful close. They were over 90 cents. I think limits a dollar now in soybeans. And uh, so that was lit, like massive increase Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Thursday going into it, it was, Jesus, is the market going to keep going or is it going to pull back? Because after a real big day, it's either they stay on fire usually or they pull back and some profit taking, manage money, cashes in something. But they were pretty stable yesterday. Yeah. Pulling back a little bit uh, this afternoon, but uh, nothing too major. And this is kind of a normal pullback day because we're going into the long weekend in the U.S. with their Independence Day. The holidays on Monday. Markets will be closed on Monday. Our office will be open, but the markets will be closed. So so prices for the week, Jeff. What, so what prices for the week. Volatility rain still, and that was really shown on Wednesday, but... Uh, Corn, new crop corn, today it's at about $280, which is up around uh, over $20 for the week. Uh, up $10 for next year. Soybeans are up an amazing $40 this week. Currently they're wow. at like $605, and they're up uh, over $20 for next year. Just uh, shy of $520 for next year. The spring wheat was just up a couple dollars. Winter wheat up about five, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight dollars for next year. So it's the big news again is how the market's responding to the the planted acres quarterly stocks. I forgot to say about it. They decreased both the stocks on corn and soybeans a little more in corn than what the market was looking for. Mm-hmm. 
So those are all supportive for prices. So we have one big thing going forward, which has been major in the news for the last bunch of weeks, and we all know what that is. The big W word. Weather. Weather, weather, weather. Remember the big word used to be China. Now it's weather, since we're in the growing season. So weather is the the big concern in the U.S. You know, like spring wheat prices pulling back a little bit at the end this week. I think there was some rain through the northwestern Corn Belt yesterday come in overnight and maybe into today so that's supporting the spring wheat uh, growth a little bit but that wheat crop still needs a lot more rain across the U.S. and into the Canadian prairies but it's kind of settling down a little bit but weather and weather brings volatility and how do people take advantage of volatility in the market by ta- by setting target orders oh boy does she have the you got her trained. Target orders are the way. And the big kahuna loves it when we take target orders. He loves it when we get contracts from customers, but he even likes target orders. Oh, yeah. yeah We've got yeah, quite a few in at 300 for the for corn right now. So. Yeah, that's good. No, 300 is a really good number. You know, uh, back on the weather thing a minute, um, I would think in the southern U.S. that uh, some of that corn would be maybe pollinating in the next week or two what do you think about that you know for them if they get through a a mild spell with a little bit of rain you know the pressure is going to be off oh that's uh yeah weather going into pollination all us corn growers know we need rain during pollination Mm -hmm. and uh we need moisture so that's really when the weather market does take over big time in the uh, the corn side and pollination in the real southern states is probably already starting really and into the major parts of the corn belt it really is coming up in the next uh, week or two so it's the market's going to be watching those weather forecasts the long range the short range everything in the weather forecast is going to be watching um we did have frost remember frost this week yeah not not in this country. Not in this country. Well, probably maybe somewhere in this country, but not in our growing in regions. In the far north. <laughs> not in the U.S. The frost was in Brazil. Yep. Saw some pictures of some of their safrina corn crop that was really frosted. No real strong estimates out yet or firm estimates on how that's affecting their crop, but we know that's going to decrease their corn crop. Mm-hmm. So that should be supportive prices. Like, yeah, that was in Mato Grosso, wasn't it? Yeah, That's a large big, growing region. Big, big agricultural area down there. You know, I, I've put in the daily blog uh, how the soybean market is being pulled up and down, like lots of meal pulling prices down in the U.S. Soybean oil is going up and down as And we talked last week about the, the Supreme Court. Did they, they passed the, the ruling about the... Biodiesel usage for the refineries having waivers so they didn't have to use biodiesel as much. Uh, The market's still playing with that. It's playing with vegetable. There's a good demand for vegetable oil Mm -hmm. on the consumer side. Canola is going to be stressed. Uh, Low supplies of canola. Canola You know, Jeff, I I don't really have a big issue with that. You know, the fact that they uh, are allowing some waivers on the... Because look at the price of corn. You know what? Like, they, I don't. I don't see where they need to push the the biodiesel mandate on a year like this. They should have that that it's adjustable on a given year based on 
how much corn there is available. And, and you know, you just said it, corn stalks are tight. I have no issue with that. I honestly don't. Well, corn stalks are tight. Soybean stalks are tight. So if they did use less than the the, uh, renewable energy sector, you know, there's... That'd be a little more to go around and uh, would maybe take some of the volatility out of the market on those price uh, price hikes, short-term hikes. And again, target orders really are what helps us to take advantage of some short-term hikes that might be caused by a change in the weather forecast for a day or two. For sure. And, uh, you know, we'd love to talk to anybody that's... Uh, has questions about, or wants to Has questions, discuss. talk about what they have sold for this year coming up. We know the crops are looking pretty good in this area right now. How do your crops look, Dwight? Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty enthusiastic about what I see. We're we're probably going to start spraying fungicide on soybeans this week. And uh, as far as the corn crop goes, it's uh, it's just getting the rains that it needs, and uh, it's it's well above knee high uh, by the 1st of July so that's that's always a good marker and uh, so i i'd like you merchandisers to to go out on the road and start to visit some people this week with some appreciation bags that's the plan <laughs> that's for sure we're definitely looking forward to coming out with those bags over the next week or so the as uh, to little thank you to everybody that did a contract on our very successful customer day just a little over a week, week and a half ago. Yeah, now. we can't say thank you enough. That's uh, really, we know that uh, you producers have options and you there's there's lots of elevators you can deliver to. And it's not always just the price that we provide. We hope we provide a good service. And uh, we just want to say thank you very much uh, for Everybody that participated in the customer day and will participate through the rest of the growing season. And and we want to send these uh, appreciation bags out just as a token of our appreciation. Because the truth is we we aren't anything without our customers. So we do love our customers. We love our customers. (laughs) We do, Dolores. Sounds great. Well, that's what all I have to say for this week. We're, again, looking forward to getting out with those customer appreciation bags and... uh, knocking on some doors whether we can shake hands or not that's still up for question but uh yeah don't don't do the hugging thing jeff no hugging this year so oh that was good last year so (laughs) anyhow we'll talk to everybody again next week bye for now have a good week